Hello, I'm Justin Perkins, and uh, this is Talk Junkie. Um, I'm recording in the studio again. Um, I don't know where this is going to fall. I don't know. I know this will be after the 200th episode, uh, because I've already recorded it and set it to... It had already recorded it and it had already been set up, so... Actually... Uh, it's it yeah it this will be past it it just might be right past it because I have some other episodes I might skip forward or whatever uh, I'm looking at some interviews and some guests coming up something I've not done in a while and more than anything I wanted to just get an episode that I could record and kind of have in the bank if I something happens and I, I need an episode. I need one put up, and um, or if uh, a couple of these other episodes, if something happens and I'm able to to use them further on down, and you know, as I do them, I like to be able to do. Them. And if I bank them, I bank them. If I use them right then, I use them right then. But um, today was just a, a good day to record. Uh, it's cold outside, um, not frigid, but much colder than it has been. I've got uh, I've got the heat on. I'm home alone, which very seldomly happens. I've got a a good cup of coffee. I've got an incense burning. Uh, I've got everything fired up and recording and 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 ready to go. And 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 that that was my intention. You know that's um, that's what I started out. Uh, you know, basically saying, okay, I've got some free time. It's the perfect opportunity. Everything's right. Let me get in here and let me record a podcast. And then, you know, I've got to make the coffee, get my incense burner out. I set everything up, get it really turned on, um, bring up um, Anchor and and mess around with all the settings, get everything right, you know. Because, again, I usually, with no board, no mic, uh, record off my phone, and here I am. You know, I've got my board here, um, Goose, who I, I do here to bubblegum with, uh, is very particular over sound, so uh, he's got these really good sure mics, and then he even wants me to have one at the house, so he's you know, sent one home to the house. So, you know, I've got my laptop and uh, my secondary screen, which is a big 32-inch TV, and then i got my road board, and i got this sure mic, and i got this mic stand. There's a green screen behind me I've had for a couple of weeks. It's giving me some headache right in the beginning, and I've got lighting. I've got my ring lights and stuff. Oh, even this is not a video podcast. Some spare mics up on the desk, and I've got this, um, you know, the um, the corner desk, the L-shaped desk, you know, they've got everything set up on, and I'm, I'm, I'm in my room, and, I, you know, there's uh, there's hard travel cases full of other mics and all this, and it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff I purchased to either podcast or make movies with, make something with. And, you know, i got my computer and my keyboard sitting here and my pads. Uh, I still write old school uh, as much as possible, so I keep a book and I handwrite in it. And then I go back and, and transfer it over, um, you know, and... And, and you, you really got to think. Some people, including myself for a long time, deal with this concept that, that we're just animals. 
you know. There's no difference in us and a chimp or us and a coyote or us and a wolf or us and a lion. We, we just were built different physically, but all of them are built different physically in regards to each other. But, uh, you know, we're just here to survive. And, and we just happen to have evolved in a way a little different than animal. I look at that now, and even though it's not been that long ago, and even though I felt in my heart and in all honesty that um, um, that was a legitimate thought process, I really did. Um, I, I hadn't felt that way as a younger person, but again, I gave up on a lot of things, you know. Um, if you, you know, ye way. Uh, the, uh, the God of the Old Testament and the God of Islam, the God of Judaism, the God of Christianity. Um, also a Canaanite God, a warrior God. Uh, not, not a top-tier God at one point in time. Now, thanks to, to ruins and tablets and stuff found in, in ancient Canaanite and other cities, um, we know Yahweh far precedes the Bible. Like a lot of other things, it was it was taken somewhere from there, you know. And 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 there's you know the same way, um, Eros um, and is um, Cupid and Cupid is Eros and and so on and so forth. They're, you know they they're always looking for these the the earliest rendition of whatever God. You know, and for a long time I I. I Something like that, hearing something like that, and, and, and you know, the fact that, you know, Lucifer, despite, what is it, um, I'd have to go back and, and, and go back through my notes, but, um, you know, there's two instances in the, the New Testament where um, people, uh, I think it might be Isaiah, think that, that it speaks of Lucifer being cast down. They don't understand the... Um, the, the translation of the word Satan and then what it means to be the accuser. And then anyway, that that's actually a subject I'm going to cover way down the road. But the, the point is, before I allow myself to get way sidetracked on that, all the things about faith that I had in, you know early on in life that didn't need answers, didn't need um, anything other than just it is so. Because it's said to be so, that blind faith um, in in words and things I think backfired on me and got me to a point of no faith, and then I get myself back to a point of faith again. In what I don't know, and and, and it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Faith in the fact that I believe we should be better than we are as people. That good is the most important aspect of life. And love and hope and all those things come from good. But one of the hardest things to justify, even when you don't believe anything else, is that we're just like every other creature on this planet. It's really, really hard to um, to explain 
and and to um, to make sense of. Uh, you you think about um, our makeup and what we are in comparison to any other creature here, any other creature. It is mind-blowing. It's absolutely impossible to comprehend in, in, in a lot of aspects. Our behavior and our capacities far, far outreach it. And, and, and we've touched on that in the past. And, and through eight minutes, nine minutes of, of rambling and wondering, it, it's all to get to a topic that I don't really know how to stress why it got on my mind so so bad other than when I started looking at all this podcast equipment and, and stuff I bought to do the movie with and, and just all this stuff and, and why I did it. Well, I did it to create. I did it to make something. But a lion doesn't make things. A lion hunts and provides and defends its territory and does whatever it needs to do. And and a, and a dog, a dog, or well, a wolf, a wolf doesn't doesn't create it. It hunts and 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 breeds and exists and procreates, and so on and so forth down the line. Now, you know, dolphins. I don't I don't know. I don't know the complexities of their societal you know, relationships, and maybe they can create in a way that's not physical and then doesn't need the representation of something physical like we do. Same with things. Or because I don't, I don't know. But for all intents and purposes, we are the creator species of the earth, you know. Um, and why? You, you could say, well, Fame, okay. Maybe I want to do this to be famous, okay. Uh, well, that's not happening, you know. At, in this moment, right now, I'm not famous, and I have not been, and this has not been a famous podcast, and and I don't even know how many, if anyone, is listening by this point because I I don't open the phone app on. Uh, anchor anymore. I record on my phone then come straight home, send that to myself and open it up. So I don't see the numbers. So I don't know. No one may not be listening right now in this moment and that doesn't impact my desire to create this. Now there's a legacy thing. There is. There's a legacy thing. And it, it's what causes kings, you know. Uh, it's the great cause of kings. It's not to be leaders. It's to create a legacy. They want to be remembered forever. And and artists, more than likely, in some sense, have the same notion. I, I think I think I did. I thought, man, you know, um, when I was younger, I could write songs that maybe somebody will listen to. Like, I listened to Hendrix songs that were written in the 60s and the 2000s. Maybe, you know... Who knows? You know, look at Bach and Beethoven and Mozart. Look how old uh, their stuff. L look at look at the Bible. Look how long it's been around. The Epic of Gilgamesh. Look at that story and how long it's been passed down. And had you been the writer of that, like um, 
Shakespeare. Look at Shakespeare's works, and 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 they may be eternal to some degree, as much as humanity can be eternal. They they, they may last for the entirety of humanity. Let me say that. And there's there's an appeal there, but it, it won't it won't drive you. Um, greed can drive you, but it'll be self-destructive and, and, and desire to conquer can drive you, but it'll be self-destructive and it, it will eventually cause you to fall on your face from Napoleon all the way down. It, it will cause a failure at some point. It is not a positive part of your life, not a positive aspect. And, and you're not really creating when conquering. I don't believe, and I really don't, don't believe in any way you're creating the artists maybe that that thrive in the cities you you create in your image and in your name they create but not not you you're not creating so that that's a different mentality and I always thought that that's what it was it it's it's the sense of selfishness and greed that but it's not and 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 then you know <clears throat> is it truly the desire to exist forever in some form no probably not. And and I live under no illusion that my works will ever have any meaning or quality or value to anyone outside of the moment and time that I create them and what they do for me. And and my my kids don't listen to this podcast and my you know that is one thing. If anything ever happened to me, they would have this. And and that does that that puts a you know they would have my writings but I don't I don't think that my poetry um, I don't I don't know that that not in a, not that I don't know that they can appreciate that in a way that positively impacts them and as far as regarding their memory of me you know what I mean so I can't do that for for that reason and who cares what total stranger strangers think about you a hundred years from now you know would do i want to seem immortal in the memory of my children yes i want them to remember me every day and and, and my grandchildren yes if i get to meet them and and i have any and i get to meet them yes my great-grandchildren yes if i get to meet them and it would be cool if my great-grandchildren heard a little something about me knew a little something about me that'd be great but what i'd want them to hear and what i'd want them to know would, would be the legacy that I decided a long time ago that I wanted to leave. I know if I die today, my kids will tell you the thing I was best at in the entirety of my existence was loving them. And that that's what they will remember me for. I wasn't a disciplinarian. I didn't spank and beat and hit. Um, I, uh, I I wasn't some financial whiz or some great um, maker of money. And uh, and I'm I'm a I've been a hard worker, very for the vast majority of my life. But. They may see the benefits of that and, and have seen it at times. And stuff, but I don't know. I knew my parents were hard workers. And it encouraged me to be a hard worker. But I don't, you know, I, I don't think that that will trump 
the legacy I leave to them of love. And I don't have to question that. I know that. And that that's a good feeling. And, and not because I've never made a mistake. Numerous, numerous mistakes. But with them, and this is a shortcoming on my in, in, in on me, on my part, because I should have done this with everyone up to this point and haven't and, and need to, to work on that very much going forward. But every time I have failed them in that regard, I have apologized and made bright and, and uh, tried to compensate, not even compensate because that won't work. I've acknowledged my failings, one of the most important things in the world. I've acknowledged my failings with them. Even though I don't do it all the time when I should with everyone, I've done it with them. And I've acknowledged those failings and addressed them. And I think that allows for me to to rest assured that that love uh, is not questioned because it, it's been the emphasis of of my uh, relationship with them. And, and I created that love, um, curated it protected it and and grew it and you can uh, yes it exists naturally um, but but so do flowers and, and it never hurts to water them so that's a different creation and a different thing that humans do that others don't so if I'm, I'm not doing it for fame because I know I'm not going to have the fame and I'm not doing it for money because it doesn't make me any money it costs me money I'll explain to you uh, the list of expenses and, and, and items I've purchased. If I don't do it for the applause or the accolades or the pats on the back, which I don't get any, if I don't do it for massive amounts of listeners or for tons of emails, if I don't do it for those things, then why do it? You know, because with Here Did You Bubblegum, there's an interaction and there's a fan base and there's... Um, all those things you could do it for for the wrong reason are there. But I know why I do that show. I do that show because it's fun. And granted, there's a lot of things that get said I don't agree with and things. Like, but I, I separate that and just go, this is me having fun. This is me enjoying myself. And, I, and if I know negative connotations in it, it's me enjoying myself. And I'm, I'm very much enjoying myself. So, why do I create this podcast? Why do we create anything? And I mean truly create. Not mass produce. Have you ever met a real painter or a real writer? In our modern world with Etsy and... and, and um, online sales and, and, and online marketing and all these things. An artist, a real artist, can actually make a living. And and, and there's there's a lady, and, and I'm looking at one of her, her drawings right now, her pencil drawings. It's of my grandfather named Lacey Hale. And she's a phenomenal artist. And and uh, she she creates art for herself and, and for her own, whatever her reason is. She also makes a living from it. And those are two different things. She can still make good art and make a living from it, but I'm sure that she separates those things. Now, I don't know her in the regard to know what her personal life is like, but I knew 
a painter for a long time. And they were a little bit older than me. And um, I didn't know that he painted at first. Worked with him and was around him a while, forever knew that he painted. And he, he was an older gentleman. And, and we, we got to talking about painting. And, and unfortunately, it wasn't long after I found out that he was a painter that he got sick and retired and then unfortunately passed away. But the the passion that he talked about it with and and, and, and the way in which he exists, he would come out to work with paint under his fingernails and no sleep. And you're talking about an older man, an accomplished man, a man with who's had a family and took care of them. There, there's this notion that you can't be an artist or be creative and be that other thing. And I don't know that this man accomplished it, but I don't know that everybody can. But would it be easier if, if the responsibilities of life were not weighing you down in that regard? Of course it would. Of course it would. But that's not the case. But very frantic. And, and when talking about art, very frantic and excited and everywhere and here and there and, and, and engulfed in it. Never said anything about oh I've, I've had this shown here and that there and 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 so and so seen this piece of work and I saw this piece of work for that and this and then no. When we talked about a piece of his, it was always about the ideal, where the ideal came from, how he felt while he was doing. It. He he would explain to you more the emotion of getting it out than he would the actual art itself. And I recognized that only years later, after writing the second book, I wrote that second poetry book, and I was talking to a lady. Um, I'd been asked to do uh, a reading for a, a, a group of at-risk kids, and and I, I read the, a couple pieces, and then we were going to discuss the book. And these kids, so smart and, and so engaging and so fun and, and excited to, to just, to, excited to be discussing ideas because that's, that's what they were doing. And they weren't talking sports and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing at all. I've been so critical of stuff like that over my life. And it's, it, it's an insecurity of mine and I can't put my finger on what the insecurity is, but that's what it is. But, but it's, it's not all these other things they normally discuss. They're discussing ideas at this point. They're searching for who they are, what their beliefs are, and a recognition of their own beliefs. And they're asking me questions about these pieces. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, this is uh, right at the beginning of the of the like quarantine stuff. Just kind of can't go up. So it's Zoom everything. So this conversation's on Zoom, and I can't see them, but they can see me, and um, they're asking me these questions about these specific pieces, and I'm having to say, hold on a minute, let me go back, let me go back and, and look at that, and, 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 and I'd have to read it, I'd have to read it to, to get the intent because what did you mean by this? What were you thinking when you done that? What what about this? What about then? I'd have to go back and I'd have to I'd have to to reassess because I, I couldn't and, and eventually I had to explain this to him because I was learning it in the moment. I couldn't tell them 
how I felt and what I was thinking and, and where I was at when I was creating that because that was in the moment. And there was something about that, something about that process and, and, and something about doing that that I needed in order to move forward, in order to grow, in order to let something go, in order to address something that I felt was lacking. Now, there were, there were a lot of personal pieces in that first book, but in, 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 in the second book, though, there were a couple just as poignant. And I thought about that. And all those ones from the first book and the second book that really had personal meaning, they no longer meant to me what they'd meant to me. And I couldn't even remember the poems, couldn't remember the names of them, what they were about. Nothing I can't t- right now, not with the third book, because it's over. It's out there and it's over. You know, and it's like the movie. I'm, I'm pushing, trying. I'm, I'm going to change the way I'm doing the movie. It's probably going to be just me and my son. I'm going to take out other actresses. I live in a small area, trying to find people that want to do it. Blah, 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 blah. But I will have to sit down and reassess and redo this because what I wanted to get out in that movie, I've already played it through so many times in my head that it's almost gone. And I want to catch it before it's gone because if I don't, and that magic leaves, then it's done, and I can't get it back, and, and there'll be no need in making it. But I didn't create any of those poems or, or that book. I didn't create it for any lasting reason. It was for what was in the moment, what I needed in the moment. And I think back, and I, I think there's a couple of songs I wrote that I can remember uh, the guitar parts too, and and the bass parts, and how I wanted to lay it out, and this and that. I'm not real good at the whole structuring aspect of it. Uh, Bruce or Eric always did that for me, but I, I could, I could, uh, you know, I can, I can put my finger on those, and and I don't ha- I have a lot of pride in those, and I don't have a lot of connection in those. Uh, there's a song called um, Misery, and I loved the guitar aspects and stuff of this of it, but we actually recorded this and released it with a singer in the early 2000s, and it, it um, you know, put it on local radio, and it was too long, and it was too drawn out, and I done lyrics and music on it, and the, the lyrics were just throwaway lyrics. They meant nothing. They, they were ridiculous, but I, I'll never forget that chord progression because it was started because I needed to work something out and get something out. And I haven't got that out yet. And I think when I do, and I get that song right, and I rewrite that song, and I put the lyrics I need to it with it, then I think that there'll be a vast difference in 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 what that song meant or what, what that, that piece of music means. And, and then it'll go away like this other stuff does because the ones I do remember are ones I was trying to write a certain way, trying to get a certain, not just letting out what's inside of me. In a podcast like today, when I sit down and all I have is this tiny idea about what I was going to talk about, there was nothing solid there. And it may have been a horrible episode. I don't know. But I accomplished addressing it with myself. And maybe, maybe that's the point in creating this. You know, I've always said that. It's, it's like therapy. But also, there's a desire to do it. 
There is a love for it. I do have a great love for podcasting, you know, and um, two hundred some episodes. You know that 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 took a lot of dedication and a lot of work and a lot of desire and a lot of want. And I didn't do it for fame, obviously, and I didn't do it because it's my gift. Did it because there was an urge and a need to create. And there's been times when I didn't create and I didn't do it. And I've had people say, well, you know, that's where it suffered. And I would say, no, that's where it grew. The audience may not have grown. But the show on its own grew. And I think it's growing every day. And I will continue to create it until I don't need to create it anymore. And then... If I ever need to create it again, I'll come back. Because in all my reflection, and all my thinking, everything I've done, I still can't tell you why humans create. 